is Fantasy Football Today from CBS Sports. Here we go. Email us at fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. Here we go. It's time to dominate your fantasy league. Let's go. Now, here's some combination of Adam, Dave, Jamie, and Heath. Big injury news to keep you updated on. Welcome, everybody. Friday afternoon, you're hearing this on Saturday. Adam Azer and Dave Richard on Fantasy Football Today. Dave, big injury news to keep people updated on. Why are you saying big like that? I don't know, because it's it's big, you know? You can't just say big. You have to really sell it, you know? I'll teach you a thing or two about hosting someday, Dave. Can you teach me the part about how to properly start and end a podcast? Definitely. That is the. Those are the two things that I absolutely cannot help you with. Those are my absolute weaknesses. Hi, Dave. Happy uh, happy weekend. Happy week oh, three yeah. weekend. Oh, my gosh. So amazing to have a weekend. Um, yeah, and we have a radio show tomorrow night. We'll tell you about that. But uh, Dalvin Cook out. Jay Ajayi, Darren Sproles out. Marlon Mack out. Leonard Fournette and TJ Yeldon are both questionable. I want to start with a, an email of the day from the superstitious dude from Seattle. He sent this to me a few days ago. Hey guys, can you please stop talking about how Dalvin Cook has to have a monster, a monster game this week? It's like when a kicker's about to kick a field goal and the announcers start talking about how the guy's a great kicker and he never misses, and then he misses it. The announcers jinxed the crap out of Carlson last weekend, if you happen to miss it. Stop jinxing Dalvin Cook, please. I need him this weekend. Uh oh. And you know what I said to superstitious dude from Seattle via email, Dave, a few days ago when he sent this? What's that? I said, BONANZA, in all caps, and now he's out. So, so you're <laughs> jinxing players via email now? <laughs> I guess so. I'm sorry. Look, at, you're, I, I can't tell if you're happy with this development or realizing the power that you have harnessed through it, these They years. said it was a cramp. I didn't think for one second Dalvin Cook wasn't going to play. But I bonanzaed him, so there you go. I think they're being smart with him. Like, I know this isn't going to be popular for fantasy, and now, think about it, the first three weeks of the season, Dalvin Cook has been a disappointment. But the Vikings are thinking, we need this guy to help beat the Rams in week four. So the best way to do that is to not play him in week three against a Buffalo team we should be able to beat. Yeah. And by the way, of all the replacement running backs that are out there this week, Latavius is my favorite in non-PP. Okay, good. Let's get into it here. So let me just promote a few things. Um, Ion Fantasy Football is our radio show Saturday nights, 10 p.m. Eastern, CBS Sports Radio. You can listen to it on Sirius Channel 206. You can listen to it on CBSSportsRadio.com. You can listen to it on your CBS local affiliate, on your AM dial. CBS Sports, Q, CBS Sports HQ is our 24-7 streaming service. It's awesome. It is so great. Our hosts are terrific. We've got highlights. We've got great interviews, great analysts. Uh, it's not just talking about LeBron James all the time. It's real sports talk, um, and it's highlights, news, and scores. It's just outstanding. CBS Sports HQ, you're going to want to download the CBS Sports app on any streaming device, and you can watch HQ for free there. CBS All Access is your way to watch your local CBS NFL game. I want you to go to cbs.com slash NFL. That is cbs.com slash NFL. Get a free trial of CBS All Access. If you want to watch your local game on your laptop or something like that, you can go to cbs.com slash NFL. And after Dave is done, I'm going to talk to Mike McClure 
about DFS, mostly FanDuel. What's uh, basically all FanDuel? Um, what to do? Best lineup advice from Mike McClure. And we actually spoke a few hours ago. I already recorded the interview. And when we were talking, we were we were like, I'm not going to start Dalvin Cook because I don't think he's going to play much. We didn't know he was out, so just keep that in mind. But actually, there is some good advice about Latavius Murray in there. So with Cook out, with Ajayi and Sproles out, and I'll throw in Mixon and Freeman, four big-time replacement running backs. Are you saying that Latavius Murray is your fave of those four? He is my fave of the four because he plays for a team that's given him 15-plus carries before, and he's taking on Buffalo. Buffalo's allowed four different running backs to have at least eight fantasy points, which means they're giving up a minimum of 16 fantasy points per game to opposing running backs. I don't know who Latavius will share with, if anybody, against Buffalo on Sunday. Right, yeah. So last year, Latavius Murray had 10 games after Dalvin Cook got hurt, 10 games with 15 or more carries. He averaged in non-PPR – 12.3 12.3 fantasy points per game. That's really good. He had three bad games in there, twice against Green Bay, once at Cleveland. Cleveland had a great run defense last year. But the other thing is, in nine of those ten games in which Murray had 15 or more carries, Jarek McKinnon had nine or more carries. So McKinnon's out. They're going to be playing with the lead. I understand it, why you like him so much. I'm a little surprised that he's number one because I don't think he's the most talented of the replacements. But um, you know as well as I do that talent only matters so much in fantasy. Opportunity matters more. Now and matchup matters more. Talent might no, be third it doesn't on the matter list. more. Yeah. Well, opportunity. You can't is, opportunity get fantasy is, yeah. points without an opportunity. All right, I, I will rank them: opportunity, talent, matchup. Go ahead. That's how I would rank them: opportunity one, oh. talent two, matchup three. I, I've been around. Football so much to know that talent in fantasy is third on the list. In the NFL, talent is number one. You know that talent is what it takes to make it in the National Football League, but a lot of talented players don't get the opportunity. And sometimes they do get the opportunity, but it comes in a very tough matchup. So rank the four running backs then. Uh, Murray, Clement, Geo, Coleman. I'm going to go Murray, Coleman, Geo, Clement. Clement. Yes, I always say it wrong. And they are all top what? Top 20 fantasy running backs. And Get them in your lineup. They are better than anybody in Washington, anybody in Denver, anybody in Tennessee, anybody in New England, anybody in Tampa, Alex Collins, Austin Eckler, and uh, anybody in Seattle. They're better than Buck Allen. They are better than a lot of running backs. And they are going to be very, very popular in daily fantasy. Oh, yeah. Very popular. In fact, I think we've gotten to the point where Geo is kind of old news now. And he might be under owned in DFS. Oh yeah, well, you know what? I that is brought up, that is discussed, and that was actually, I believe, said by Mike McClure. And he is in my FanDuel lineup. FanDuel.com slash FFT. Alright, other news items. Uh Marlon Mack is out. So any interest in Jordan Wilkins at Philadelphia? Or no, or Hines? Uh, I think I think Naheem Hines is the better guy in PPR. I did a breakdown of what kind of snaps they were getting, and it seems to me that it's going to be close to a 50-50 split between them. But Hines has the edge in the two-minute drill and in targets, so I think it's pretty clear that he'll be the guy that will catch more passes. Wilkins will be the more traditional running back. 
and it's not going to matter. You're not going to feel good about starting one or the other against this Eagles defense. Yep, as I mentioned, the Eagles allow 2.68 yards per carry to running backs. Um, but Eric Ebron, you are going to maybe be excited about because Jack Doyle is out. Well, I'm not that excited. Well, you got him 12. I'm, I'm kind of. So, he's yeah, in my top 12 now. So. Jamie, Jamie and Heath are excited. They have him in the top five. Yeah, I I don't know. I, I can't speak for them. I'm sure they're thinking that now he's going to get 10, 12, 14 targets from Andrew Luck. I, I've i seen this guy be very touchdown dependent through the first two weeks of the season. I believe in the Eagles' defense, and I think Andrew Luck is going to be very hurried on his throws. I've moved Luck down. Very nervous about him this week. And he will be without his left tackle, Anthony Costanzo. Marquise Goodwin was limited in practice, Dave. If Goodwin plays at Kansas City, is he a start? Yeah, I think he'd probably make the cut as a low-end number two receiver. I know there's concern about how healthy he is, but if he's out there playing, then San Francisco expects him to do a lot of the things that he's supposed to be doing, which includes running fast. Eric Berry, doubtful in that game. Leonard Fournette, TJ Yeldon, who plays? Fournette will start. He'll get most of the work. If it's a blowout, you won't see him. Otherwise, you will. Carolina, you won't see who? Fournette. Oh, okay. If it's a blowout, they will rest him. I'm sure they will spell him in, you know, certain situations, maybe a drive here or there. They'll go with Yeldon. Would you start a replacement running back over him? I would start some of them. I would go Latavius over him and I would go Coleman over him. Okay. And I would start Matt Breida ahead of him. All right. Breida's not exactly a replacement running back, but I, he kind of is, right? Jerick McKinnon was supposed to be that guy, and now sure. he's gone. All right. You could throw him in as a you know, throwback replacement. Hey, now he's not really a replacement. Ezekiel Elliott replaced Emmett Smith in some sense. Uh, No, he never <laughs> really did. <laughs> he replaced uh, Joseph Randall and Darren McFadden. Carolina, Carolina right guard Trey Turner is out. Detroit cornerback Darius Slay practice. That's good news. Bad news for the Bonanza. And that's not going to matter for the Bonanza. Eli Apple and Olivia Vernon are out at Houston. And let's read some emails. Fantasy football at CBSI.com. Jimmy from Chicago. Kenyon Drake, Latavius Murray, Corey Clement. Who do I start? I'm going Drake. I gave some thought to moving Latavius ahead of of Kenyon Drake, and then I came to my senses. It's too good of a matchup for Drake. I know he's not going to get every single carry, but he should be in position to have a couple of explosive plays and find the end zone. From Nick, real quick, Will Disley or Jesse James, PPR, half PPR? I'm going to go with James. I know he hasn't had a huge target share. Disley really hasn't had a huge target share either, but I, I like the explosive plays from both of them. I'm picking the player that will be in the higher scoring game. And that's James. All right. Here's an email from Aaron Borg, somewhere north of Tampa, Florida. He is in Lexington, Kentucky. <laughs> uh, my league has very specific roster specifications, and it's PPR. LaShaw McCoy was just dropped. Should I drop Royce Freeman, Matt Breida, or Mark Ingram for LaShaw McCoy? Who will be the best rest of year out of those four? I don't know if I'm ready to pick up McCoy ahead of those guys. So Breida, I would start this week, and he's leading the NFL in rushing. He looks like he's a pretty good player. He seems to be in a good situation. Mark Ingram is going to be back in a couple of weeks. Last name on that list? Royce Freeman. Guys? I think if you have to have LaShawn McCoy on your team, then that's who you drop. Who? 
Freeman. Freeman, yeah. But I don't like it, and I don't think I would do it. I think you let somebody else. I think you let somebody else deal with Lashawn McCoy, who has the problems that we saw during the off season about the issues at his house. Yes. Yeah. Girlfriend. Uh, they're starting to come back around. He's not a hundred percent. Buffalo stinks. They do. This, this is starting to look like a lost year for Shady. Uh, more emails, more emails. We got Larry, Larry from a town south of Manchester in New Hampshire. Uh, we will go with Poughkeepsie, New York. Who do I select from the following three running backs? Pick one. Giovanni, Latavius, Corey Clement. There you go. Latavius. We already answered that. Yeah. yeah. Rick from the same Cleburne, Cleveland suburb as Drew Carey. I don't know where Drew Carey's from. I could Google it if you really want. No, that's okay. He says, hey, Jimmy, Mitch, and Noel. Jimmy spelled J-I-M-I. I think these are, I mean, it's gotta be Jimi Hendrix. Right. I don't know who Mitch, Mitchell and Noel Redding are, but I think they may have played with the Jimi Hendrix experience. Sure, why not? Two keeper standard league. I decided to bail on the drama and uncertainty of Le'Veon Bell. I traded Le'Veon Bell and James Conner for Kareem Hunt and T.Y. Hilton. Gave up the two Steelers running backs, got Hunt and Hilton. What do you think? Fine with it. Fine with it. Yeah. Totally okay with it. That's a good, that's a good way to avoid the headache that will eventually come whenever LaShawn, LaShawn, whenever Le'Veon Bell comes back to the Steelers. We've got an email from Nick from? Topeka, Kansas. 12 team, half PPR. Two flex spots, half PPR. Uh, pick one. Tyler Boyd, Ted Ginn, or Naeem Hines? Boyd. Hola, my name is Javier. I'm from a crowded city in New Jersey. Edison. I need help with the trade offer in my 12-team PPR league. I first offered Will Fuller for Lamar Miller. He countered with Lamar Miller and Demarius Thomas for my Adam Thielen. Should I give up Thielen to get Lamar Miller and Demarius Thomas? I have Fournette, Yeldon, Rex Burkhead, Chris Carson, Austin Eckler, and I have Mark Ingram. I think you can make do with the running backs you have and not make this trade. Which is interesting because before the season started, I probably would have told you that this is a no brainer, Mm -hmm. but I'm, I'm starting to become wary of Demarius Thomas. Me too. And given the, your running back depth, I think you can survive for a couple weeks. Dave, I haven't said this on the air. I don't think because you and I are the only ones that feel this way. I think about Demarius Thomas, but when Emmanuel Sanders had that touchdown catch in week one, it was a long catch and run touchdown. I thought to myself, could Demarius Thomas do that? I think the answer is no. I don't think he can do that anymore. I and think he could. The staple of, okay, the staple of Demarius Thomas in his game with Peyton Manning was the bubble screen, right? Throw the ball at the line of scrimmage and he would take off running and get big plays out of it. I don't, I just don't think he's that guy anymore. I think a defense could get sloppy and miss him. Uh, maybe, but I, he could bring a tackle. He's and not he's dynamic. Got a long touchdown. His yards per catch is terrible. I, well, he just came off like the worst yards per catch game of his before career. Before that, it was like six for sixty in the first game. Yeah, that's a lot better than five for eight. But t- that's bad. I mean, that's Jarvis Landry level. No, that's like, you know, how we say sometimes, "Oh, I would do a better job behind the," or "I could run behind that offensive line and get numbers." I think if I somehow caught five passes in an NFL game, I think my max would be eighteen yards. <laughs> and Demaris Thomas just did that, so he just pulled a Dave. <laughs> Well, uh, Demarius Thomas. He's better than that. I, 
Okay, but I – okay. So uh, one more email here for now. We've got a lot more coming. This is from Benny. Dear Morty, Helen, Frank, and Estelle. I want to say that that's from Seinfeld. It is. It is. Yeah. It's uh, the parents. Yeah. 12-team non-PPR league, no cook. I need a running back and a flex. So pick a running back. Lindsey, Peterson, Jamal Williams. Philip Lindsey, Adrian Peterson, Jamal Williams. I'll take Peterson. And a flex from Lindsey, Jamal Williams, Kenny Stills, Jamison Crowder. Lindsey. Okay. Lindsey. That Peterson. is a tougher question if it were full PPR, by the way. Look at- I think I'd still, I think I'd still go with the, with, uh, Lindsey, but I might move Stills into the flex okay. over AP. Look at all the, the things that you can buy on TommyJohn.com slash FFT. 20% off for our listeners. Tommy John. Dot com slash FFT underwear boxer brief relax fit boxer trunk square cut brief uh, three quarter length legging full length legging long johns undershirts crew neck high v neck deep v neck tank clothing got dress shirts tops and t shirts sweatshirts and hoodies pants and joggers shorts loungewear socks and more that's all on the website and they have a women's section too so tommyjohn.com slash FFT if you're not familiar with the clothing line get familiar with it it is extremely comfortable there's a ton of variety it looks really cool the underwear is, is great no edgy guarantee and they are really proud of their new shirts they have these shirts that they they are stay tucked dress shirts they will stay tucked in there is no more tuck of war that men have endured for years with their dress shirts they love these shirts they are great invisigrip snap technology you won't have to deal with any of the billowing or the bunching we want you to check out the shirts the underwear everything men women go to tommyjohn.com slash fft you're going to love this website and here's the offer tommyjohn.com slash fft not only 20 percent off your first order but also free shipping free returns on all dress shirt purchases tommyjohn.com slash fft for 20 percent off at tommyjohn.com slash fft all right, Dave, we'll go a little faster here. This is from William in Mobile, Alabama. Dear Jonathan, James, and John Luke. I don't think I know who those people are. <laughs> Idiot. It's sure. maybe, I don't know, maybe Star Trek, according to Google. Um, the question from our Star Trek fan, Brita or Demarius Thomas, PPR? Brita. Nick in New Jersey. One running back, one flex in PPR. Clement, Latavius, Fournette, Brita. Pick one. Clement, Latavius, Fournette, Brita. PPR. My goodness. My goodness. This is going to be an answer I can't even believe I'm going to say, but I'm going to say it. I think it needs to be Brita and Latavius. Oh, but also Allen Robinson. Yeah, I, I gave you my answer. Okay. This is from Bob O. in a suburb of Chicago. Villa Park. 12-team half PPR. Which two running backs should I start this week? Sony Michelle, Alex Collins, Jamal Williams. Oh boy, Bob. <laughs> this is bad. Collins is your best guy. I'd go with him and I'm gonna take the upside with Sony Michelle over Jamal Williams. This is from Ed and where is he from? Burbank, California. Running back slot available and a flex spot available, non PPR. Pick a running back. Jamal Williams, Rex Burkhead, Sony Michelle. Rex. You uh, don't like Jamal Williams, it seems. I don't like three-headed rushing attacks on a team that's had trouble running. So let's take Rex Burkhead. <laughs> it's not really that much of a three-headed. He's a little bit better, it's, and you're right. He's not that much better. Oh, I mean, I think Ty Montgomery, he really hasn't been that involved. 
Nope, but it's another mouth. It's another set of legs. It's another human heart. And, yeah. You know what's interesting, Dave? Jamal Williams, right? Great in the passing game last year. Do you know how many catches he had in the one game he played with Aaron Rodgers? Zero. I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's zero. And he's completely uninvolved in the passing game this year. So that was Deshaun Kaiser's guy. Uh, from Brian. So, someone, oh wait, wait, wait. So you picked Burkhead. Now I need a flex. Michelle, John Brown, Jamal Williams. Oh, thank God this guy's got John Brown. <laughs> okay. Brian wants to know who he should drop, if anyone, for Matthew Stafford. He has Andrew Luck. Should he drop Rex Burkhead, Philip Lindsay, Alfred Morris, Chris Carson, Rashad Penny? How many teams are in the league? 10 or 12? 15. 15? I have no idea. That's a good running back core for a 15-team league. Burkhead, Lindsey, Morris, Carson, Penny. I'm not cutting the Seahawks guys or Lindsey or Burkhead. It comes down to cutting Alf or Luck. Uh-huh. And if you think if you think that no one's going to make a huge play for Luck, and no one probably will if Matthew Stafford's on the waiver wire, then drop Luck. Get Stafford. Keep Alf. Keep the depth at running back. I guess. Uh, from John, PPR, Brita, Lamar Miller, James White. Pick two. Brita, Lamar Miller, James White. I'm sitting white. Eric from North Carolina. I am in a long-time league where the can't-cut list is turned off because the owners are pretty trustworthy and want to be able to react quickly to injuries. This year, we lost one owner and picked up a first-time player. Naturally, he dropped Odell Beckham and Joe Mixon after week two. Of course, both guys were grabbed off waivers. <laughs> the commissioner got Odell, and nobody oh, agrees on what gosh. to do. The new guy says he just wants to learn from his mistakes, and the commissioner says, that's fantasy football. Is that just fantasy football, says Eric? I think you can still learn from your mistake and be allowed to keep your star players. Uh, this... I'm thinking this person is a total noob to fantasy football. Apparently. And when you drop, he thinks when you drop a player, that means that they go to your bench and not cut. And maybe he's just trying to be kind of cool about the whole situation and go with the flow and not cause any trouble because he's new to the league. The commissioner should give him back these players. He should not keep these players. I'm not sure that he is complaining. I think the rest of the league is complaining. That Beckham and Mixon were dropped. Right. Well, he's the the new owner isn't complaining because he doesn't know any better. This is his first time so playing you would fantasy reverse, football. So you would reverse it? I would reverse it, and I would let him know, you want to keep your good players on your bench. Don't drop them. Make sure you know how the league site works, no matter what site you play on. Uh, and if you do it again, now that I've told you what not to do, I am going to enforce the rules and say, sorry, you cut them. That's fantasy football. That's fantasy football. Uh, here's an email from Daryl. Dear some combination of Jeff, Steve, Bill, and Mark. Gosh, why are we so bad at this now? We used to be great. Jeff, Steve, Bill, and Mark. Oh, these are like CEOs. Bezos, uh, Jobs, Gates, Gates, and Zuckerberg. Okay. PPR, start one. Geo, Alex Collins, Brita, or Lamar Miller? If I'm starting one of these guys, it's Brita. Alrighty. I think he has the absolute most upside of that group. I'm, yeah, but, but he also splits carries. Like Geo Bernard. How are you not starting Geo Bernard over Matt Brita? 
I think Gio is going to split carries a little bit too. And I think the matchup is a little bit tougher for Gio. Oh, it is. It is. Than it is for Brita. The thing that I'm expecting is that the Chiefs break out to a lead and the 49ers have to play from behind. There are two running backs that can catch passes. One is a fullback for San Francisco. The other one is Matt Brita. And I, I feel like Brita has shown enough playmaking ability in the first two weeks of the season that the 49ers have to keep him involved. Not to mention, he's good. don't yeah, they want to be able to run the football in the early going of the I game? I know, but they like Alfred Patrick Morris. Patrick Mahomes on the bench. They like Alfred Morris. They, they well, can make him all they want. Isn't Gio he's not going to break a lot of long runs. No, he's not. He stinks. But isn't Gio safer? Yes. May I exp- espouse my theory on fantasy football circa 2018? I'm already going to disagree with it, but sure. Upside matters more now than ever. The way that points are being scored in fantasy leagues, standard PPR doesn't matter. The NFL is becoming even more high scoring. We're at the point where you need to really lean toward upside in a matchup when it's close between two players like this. I also, I don't, I actually don't disagree, but I, I think Gio has a ton of upside. Yeah, I'm not in that camp. Frida probably has more. I feel like Gio is safer. I think if you're looking for 12 fantasy points. In Gio PPR, you're going to get more than that from Gio. You can get 15, 16, 17. Yeah. All right, you know what's not smart, Dave? Starting a Titan this week. You know what else is not smart? Dropping Odell Beckham and Joe Mixon after I was going to say weeks. putting your hand in a beehive. Putting your hand in a beehive, not smart. You know what is smart? Using ZipRecruiter to do your hiring. ZipRecruiter.com slash FFT. That is our exclusive URL for you listeners. If you want to try ZipRecruiter for free, ZipRecruiter.com slash FFT to hire the right person. ZipRecruiter does not depend on candidates finding you. It finds them for you. It's powerful matching technology, scans thousands of resumes, so you don't have to do it. You don't have to sit there going through a stack of resumes. So annoying. Identifies people with the right skills, education, and experience for your job. And then it invites those great candidates to apply to your job. That's really a great feature of ZipRecruiter. And that is why ZipRecruiter is rated number one by employers in the U.S. Right now, our listeners, you want to give it a shot for free? Check out ZipRecruiter.com slash strike. ZipRecruiter.com slash, oh, slash FFT. I beg your pardon. Strike is the fantasy baseball URL. ZipRecruiter.com slash FFT. Uh, one more time, I'll say it for you, ZipRecruiter.com slash FFT. If you need to make a great hire, ZipRecruiter.com slash FFT. ZipRecruiter, smartest way to hire. Okay, Dave, I'm going to let you go in a few minutes. Let's see if we can get to some more emails here. No name on this one. We got the Mike McClure interview coming up in a bit. Uh, name and city, please, Dave. Bob from Brooklyn, New York. Bob is giving up Dalvin Cook and Kenyon Drake to get Michael Thomas in PPR. That feels short-sighted. I'm going to say that that's too much for Michael Thomas. Mm-hmm. Amen. I'm going to give that a D plus. Dave? <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, fine. Uh, this is from D- Drew from the Music City. That's Tennessee. Nashville. 12-team... <laughs> <laughs> 12-team half PPR league. I have Gordon, Connor, Geo, Collins, Brita, and Lindsay at running back. Wow. The Bell owner is 1-1 one and, one and needs some running back help. 
Is my Matt Breida for his Le'Veon Bell a good trade? Yes. Oh, yeah, especially as the Connor owner. Especially with your depth, it's a really good trade. P.S., I love the regulators. As a commission for two leagues, I love listening to all the weird scenarios. And I do lean towards making it fun for people and being more lenient than Heath and Dave. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. You're probably a calm, understanding person that is willing to deal with other people's mistakes. This is from Tim. Dear Adam, Jamie, Dave, and Heath, is it time to trade Isaiah Crowell? Who could I reasonably get for him? Would Aaron Jones be a fair return for Crowell? That would be a more than fair return for Crowell. Aaron Jones? I don't, I, I don't think you're going to get a lot for Crowell because a lot of people aren't interested in him. Uh, unless, you know, they're relatively new to fantasy football or they're just absolutely desperate for a running back. Oh, the, but the, the, the alternative instead of trying to trade Crowell for just one player, is take Crowell, pair him with another player, and try and get one player back in return. For example, Isaiah Crowell and Demarius Thomas for... Hmm. Give me somebody in that wide receiver two range. Um, okay. So... How about <laughs> Golden Tate? Only in PPR. How about Only Jarvis in PPR. Landry? Yeah. In a non-PPR. Well, I, I don't know. I don't think Aaron Jones is even close to enough for Isaiah Crowell. Like, not even close. The I, problem, I, that's why I think you'll get that trade to happen. You're, yeah, it's a terrible you're trade. Off, you're getting off the Isaiah Crowell escalator and getting whatever you can for him. And in this case, it's a lottery ticket to the Packers. That's not point. enough for a guy who's been good so far. But Crowell was probably on your bench. I and agree. You probably that, want somebody that's got more upside for the rest of the season. I agree that I'm not Crowell, saying it's a fair trade, but I understand where he's coming from. No, I I agree with you that Crowell should be traded. We went through his upcoming schedule. It is brutal. It's a good time to trade Isaiah Crowell. However, for a guy we have no idea what his role is going to be, Aaron Jones, that's not a good enough trade. Like get something good. And I I love Dave's idea of going two for one. Uh, I'm sorry that I blanked and couldn't think of a good name, but. Yeah, two for one trading Isaiah Crowell. That's, that's excellent. Uh, Tim says, Hey, Adam, Dave, Jamie, and Heath. Those are fantasy analysts. He actually says they are actors. I think he said, uh, I forgot who he said for Adam. I know he said Heath Ledger. It was actually pretty funny. He said those are, those are actors. David Johnson, Geo, Corey Clement. I need to. I'm going to sit Clement. Dear Adam, Dave, Jamie, and Heath. Oh, this is the guy who said they're actors. Heath Ledger, Jamie Foxx, Adam Sandler, and Dave Franco. I don't know who Dave Franco is. Uh, I need your opinion on picking up players off of waivers that you don't need but have value to other teams. For example, I normally only carry one tight end, but I had two, Kittle and Burton. Someone dropped Evan Ingram. I decided to pick him up. Just I believe he's too good of a player to be on waivers. How do you feel about this strategy, Dave, essentially keeping guys, keeping good players from other teams? It is never a bad idea to collect good football players for your fantasy roster. That might be the easiest advice that I could ever give anybody on the subject. And the NFL and fantasy football is a funny way of making guys relevant. And right now you might not think that you're, you need these tight ends, but an injury here or, you know, another bad game for George Kittle or another low target, low volume game for Trey Burton. And all of a sudden, you've got three tight ends that you're not necessarily sure which one to start each week, which will be a headache, but at least you have that problem 
instead of streaming. Consequently, you could also have guys that all go off this week. Kittle, we like a lot. Burton, we're kind of, uh, enjoying and we think he can do even better than he has been. And Ingram caught a garbage touchdown last week and finished with really nice numbers. If all three of them continue their success, you should be able to make a trade because there's enough people in tight end hell in every league that'll give up something Mm -hmm. to get out of tight end hell. Yeah, I agree. And last one, let's read it from, Oh, who's got the last one here? Uh, Dave, I'm sorry. We're going to go with uh, TC from damn near Oregon. Would you so start is that California or Washington? I don't know. Would you or start Brita or Lindsay over any of the following guys? Brita or Lindsay over any of the following? Saquon Barkley, Jordan Howard, James Conner. No, I'll take those three studs over Brita and definitely over Lindsay. P.S. I can never get over how you guys make Pimpin look easy. How do we do it? Hmm. Secret. We got to keep some of our secrets. We tell all when it comes to fantasy football. Sometimes we talk about some fun things behind the scenes. We let you guys in on our lives occasionally, our personalities a lot. But when it comes to Pimpin. It ain't easy. But we it make, ain't easy. Yeah, but we do make and we don't easy. have to tell you how we do it. <laughs> Hey, did you enter FanDuel.com slash FFT yet? I have not. All right, get your lineup in. And that's to everyone out there. Get your lineup in. FanDuel.com slash FFT. Going to give you some advice in just a minute with Mike McClure. But we love FanDuel. The contest is filling up, so make sure you get in there one more time. FanDuel.com slash FFT. What else can I do at FanDuel.com slash FFT? Well, you can make your first deposit and get a $20 bonus. That's pretty sweet. You can play a lot of contests for $20. You can play 20 contests, or you can play one contest for $20. FanDuel runs the gamut. First of all, it's not just football. There's baseball, basketball, all the sports, basically. FanDuel.com. Uh, go ahead and check it out. And the URL, again, is FanDuel.com slash FFT. Big contest, little contest, a lot of money, little money. Um, One-game contests. Awesome stuff. Love FanDuel. Your opportunity to compete against us or get a $20 bonus on your first deposit. FanDuel.com slash FFT. Dave, thank you, sir. My pleasure, Adam. And now let's hear from Mike McClure. Get some DFS advice from our SportsLine.com expert. And, yes, it is time for some DFS talk. And we've got uh, SportsLine's finest, Mike McClure. Mike and I used to be on a podcast together. The SportsLine – what was it called? The SportsLine DFS podcast? It was a SportsLine yeah. DFS podcast. Yes. Tough name to remember, you know. Yes, very difficult. Um, and you've got your lineup set. I mean, I'm sure you're going to make some tweaks. You're going to have many, many lineups this weekend. But tell me a few guys that you're excited about playing this week. Well, how are you, Mike? Welcome to welcome to fantasy football today. I'm sorry for being so rude. Welcome. Oh, thanks for having me here. No, I'm I'm excited for this. It's going to be a fun week. Um, you know, you look around, and by the time you get to week three, the pricing is a little bit more efficient. We don't have as many obvious values. Uh, so the first thing we're going to look at is just the injury news here and uh, just the breaking news. Jack Doyle is not going to play for the Colts. Uh, so that's going to pave the way for Eric Ebron. And this is a situation where early in the week I was actually maybe looking to fade Eric Ebron. Uh, he's had, a, you know, he's been on the right side of the touchdown variance early this season, uh, but he's only played 53 of the 143 snaps, uh, which is not ideal for daily fantasy. Now, Jack Doyle, though, who is out, had played 136 of 143. So he's one of the most active tight ends in the league, actually number two only behind Zach Ertz. Uh, so now Ebron is going to have that opportunity to really keep those early efficiency numbers up. 
So Eric Ebron is someone that I think you almost have to lock into your cash game lineups this week and not someone you want to fade, even though we know he's going to be highly owned. Yeah, now I've got my lineup all set on FanDuel.com slash FFT. Mike, feel free to join. $5 entry, FanDuel.com slash FFT. Compete against the listeners and the podcasters for fantasy football today. Um, but, you know, Patrick Mahomes is, is number one, uh, is the most expensive quarterback. Are you going to have uh, any Patrick Mahomes in your lineups? I will have a small amount of Patrick Mahomes, but so the thing is, is, you know, you are paying at basically the ceiling, but he has certainly played like a quarterback that should be priced there. Uh, I, I will be looking a little more towards the other side of that game, though, with Jimmy G uh, at a significant discount. But I, I'm not completely fading Mahomes as I, I don't think you can at this point. Um, he's a pretty safe bet to score three touchdowns again this week. I just want to say I had Dalvin Cook in a lineup as we just kind of tackle some more news. Dalvin Cook says he's going to play. I think they're going to blow out the Bills. I had Dalvin Cook. I thought he was an amazing value on FanDuel at 6500 Uh Price with Marshawn Lynch, Philip Lindsay, and he's a guy who people were taking in the first or second round of fantasy drafts. So I'm 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 done. I'm out with him. So uh you know, if he's inactive, I imagine Latavius Murray is going to be one of the most uh let me see what his price is, but he's going to be chalky as hell. Latavius is at 5200. I'm not sure I want to play him if Cook does play, but my suspicion, Mike, is that if Cook plays, you know, they're going to blow out the Bills. He might get 10 carries. It's too scary for me. Yeah, I, I don't see any reason, uh, you know, I, I don't see why the Vikings would play him here in this spot. You know, 17-point favorites, they're at home. Latavius Murray is fine as a replacement-level player. They've got enough weapons. Um, so even if he does suit up and play, like you said, I can't project more than 10 carries. Uh, complete fade on Dalvin Cook. Um, I, I have a lot of interest in Latavius Murray, especially if Cook is out. But even if we don't get word that he's out, I don't hate the idea of throwing Latavius Murray in one of the Sunday Million lineups. Uh, you know, at 5,200, he's definitely worth a shot in those tournaments. All right. So what, what's your overall take on this week? What are you thinking? So overall take on this week now is, you know, we've got the, this injury news. Uh, it really does depend. You know, I'm going to operate as if JJ is not going to play. Mm-hmm. And if we get this news on Dalvin Cook, then what that means is everyone's going to be playing the cheap running backs, going to try and load up at receiver or pay up for Patrick Mahomes. Uh, so in tournaments, it's going to give you a good opportunity to look for some of that mid-range value at wide receiver. Look for that at running back to try and pivot away from the chalk. Uh, but, you know, in terms of cash games right now, it's Corey Clement. Eric Ebron, and that's going to give you enough cash to pay up for some of the big wide receivers right now. I don't know. I mean, maybe this guy is not super cheap, but I I like Giovanni Bernard's value at sixty four hundred bucks. As I mentioned in, in non PPR, Carolina's already given up double digit fantasy points twice in two games. They did that four times all of last year. Maybe they're missing Thomas Davis, and it doesn't really matter what the matchup is when Mixon's out. Gio is going to get a ton of touches. I imagine he'll be in a lot of lineups as well, but I've got him in my lineup right now. Yeah, I like Gio Bernard a lot. You know, I, I was, you know, chatting with some people on Twitter earlier about this. I think he's going to be significantly under-owned now. Uh, you know, he was in that range with Dalvin Cook. We're obviously not playing him. But if you look for $100 more, it's Chris Thompson, who I know it's only half-point PPR here on FanDuel. But Chris Thompson is still putting up some pretty nice numbers, and he's clearly the number one receiving option for Alex Smith in that offense. Uh, you've also got Lamar Miller right there. Tevin Coleman's just a few hundred bucks of more than that. We've already mentioned Corey Clement. So I'm right there with you on Gio. I do think he's going to be one of the lower-owned options in this range. 
Geo and Thompson are actually my two running backs. Uh, well, I have a third. I have a flex. I have Melvin Gordon. So let's talk about some studs with tough matchups here. You know, I had a lot of money left over, and I said, yeah, I, maybe people are going to fade Melvin Gordon this week against the Rams. I still think he has a great chance to find the end zone. But uh, is Melvin Gordon, who has been certainly one of the nice, uh, nice fantasy assets thus far, and he's the third most expensive running back on FanDuel behind Gurley and Kamara. Is he too rich for your blood, Mike? Uh, no, I actually like it a lot in tournaments. Uh, I, I don't, I can't get there in cash games this week, but in tournaments, I like it a lot. Um, I don't think anyone's going to own him. Uh, you know, he's only 300 less than Alvin Kamara against the Falcons, who actually allow the most re- receptions to running backs over the last two years in the NFL. Uh, so I'm right there with you on Melvin Gordon. I think he's a fantastic tournament play. He's got a knack for finding the end zone. He's got pretty much all the market share he could want when it comes to getting in the red zone there. So I, I'm right there with you. Melvin Gordon, excellent tournament play. Who are some guys you're not playing? Too expensive. Uh, Alvin Kamara is a guy that I'm not really? playing this week. Um, just, again, too expensive. I, I think that there's enough running back value as, as these injuries are rolling in. And then even guys you mentioned with Gio Bernard, Chris Thompson, they, they do have relatively high floors in their individual matchups here. Uh, so I'm going to be fading Alvin Kamara. Uh, I, I'm not really interested in paying that price point for him. Nobody's playing David Johnson. Does that make him interesting in, I, I assume, like, does that make him interesting in tournaments? Cause he's the fourth most expensive running back and I, I just don't think that's justified right now. Yeah, no, I, I definitely, it's certainly not justified. I mean, it's, you know, it's looking at his long-term career projection there. Um, you know, I'm probably not going to play him. You mentioned Melvin Gordon. I actually prefer Melvin Gordon over David Johnson this week. Uh, for me with David Johnson, it's just a wait and see approach until we see more out of that, uh, Arizona offense. I'm just not interested there. How do you feel about, uh, so we're talking about, you know, like high, high price guys. How do you feel about Beckham? How do you feel about Julio? How do you feel about the elite wide receivers this week? So the elite wide receivers, I'm looking at the top two. Uh, Michael Thomas, Julio Jones have a ton of interest in playing both of those guys. I'm not going to be playing Odell or DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, you know, look, these games are going to be awesome to watch because they're playing, uh, you know, against each other, the top four receivers here. Uh, but I, I'm not playing Odell Beckham. I think that Julio Jones is by far the most interesting here. Uh, you know, this is an interesting matchup for him. He's going to be probably shadowed by Marshawn Lattimore in this game. Uh, Lattimore is one of only six full-time cornerbacks last season to not allow a touchdown. But that, you know, he played Julio twice, didn't allow a touchdown, but Julio wasn't exactly shut down in those games. Uh, so I'm not fading Julio here. I think he's probably going to be under own because people respect Lattimore. But Julio's a guy I want. I mean, he went for seven and 149 and five and 98. All the only problem was he just didn't find the end zone. Oh, uh, not so a, I, I'm not all in on Julio Jones this week. I will have him in a ton of lineups. What's your tight end strategy? Ebron? Ebron or bust? Uh, yeah, I'm like in cash games this week, it's going to be Ebron or bust. Um, I will have some George Kittle lineups where I'll yeah. be handcuffing him with Jimmy Garoppolo. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am very high on the 49ers, as I think everyone should be. Yep, I got uh, Garoppolo. The, yep, for sure. Yep. The Kansas City defense is just absolutely miserable. You know, they've put up 80 points so far this year. They're 2-0. And they still rank third to last in the NFL with a negative nine plus yards on the net drive every drive. They're just wow. getting destroyed defensively. They are truly a bottom three defense in the NFL. So I think 
if Marquise Goodwin plays, I might want Marquise Goodwin, but I, I wouldn't mind him sitting, and I would start Pierre Garçon. What do you think about the the Niners wide receivers? Yeah, so we we got to watch for that news on Goodwin. If he plays, you got to play him, I think. But you know, I'm I'm with you too. I actually kind of hope he sits. Uh, I don't think people are going to reach for Pierre Garçon. They're just going to look to other teams and other situations. But I love Pierre Garçon in this matchup. Uh, I will definitely have Garçon handcuffed with Jimmy Garoppolo and possibly the double handcuff with George Kittle in there. Who is someone that you could just see having the Stefan Diggs, Todd Gurley game from last week, like the highest score non-quarterback this week? Uh, I'm going to go with T.Y. Hilton. I think T.Y. Hilton's wow. going to be in a prime spot. Against the Eagles? So, Yes, against the Eagles. Uh, I don't think a lot of people are going to play him there. He is starting to get, you know, the problem we used to have with T.Y. Hilton is he just, you know, he'd have these five catch 90 yard games, just didn't find the end zone. He's definitely going to get some more red zone targets. It's kind of been evident over the first couple weeks. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, the big question here is Jack Doyle being out. Jack Doyle was, you know, he's playing all these snaps. He is a big target for Andrew Luck, even though we haven't seen him really score touchdowns early this season. I don't know that I think that Andrew Luck really trusts many of the other players on this team here. So I, I'm looking for a big multi-touchdown game for T.Y. Hilton on the road in Philly this week. Yeah, I'd love to see. He could have 15 or more targets. You know, they could be chasing points. Can't run the ball against the Eagles. Makes a lot of sense. Mike, thank you very much uh, for your time. If you want some more advice, how can we get that from you on Sportsline? Yeah, head over to Sportsline.com. You can look for the articles there. And if you follow my articles in NFL, you're going to get cash game lineups, tournament lineups, and you're also going to get my entire player pool. So if you want to build your own lineups, I'm going to give you the list of the four or five guys in each position that I'm really interested in, and you can kind of put together some of your own lineups. Uh, you're also going to get showdown lineups for like the Sunday night football game. We have them for Monday night football, Thursday night football. Uh, and if you haven't played those showdown slates, they're a lot of fun there. On FanDuel, they give you 1.5 points for your MVP spot, and there's a lot of strategy that goes into that. So it's a lot of fun. Do we still have a promo code? We got fantasy for Sportsline? Yeah, promo code fantasy, promo code Mike. Both of those are going okay, to work. Mike. They're going to get you your first month for one buck over there. So, Beautiful. yeah, go use those promo codes. All right, thanks, everybody. I hope you enjoy your weekend. hope you win in fantasy. And we will talk to you on Sunday night with a recap of Sunday's action. For Mike McClure, for Dave Richard, I'm Adam Azer. Take care, everyone. When I wake up in the morning, CBS gives out a warning about a Jai's bank of offensive line. Injury to Brandon Cooks, and before I even look, my opponent grabs his back up off the waiver wire. It's alright, I've got Le'Veon Bell. If we lose, there's a flex, I know I'm in a mess, well I better do my homework tonight. Reading Jamie's starter sit, they say chart is legit, Ethan Adams shared a team, it was a dumpster fight.